0: Thanks, Pastor Joel, for reading God's Word. You can keep your Bibles open to uh, Philippians chapter 4, and we're going to talk about the answer to worry today, what Paul told us in that chapter. There's also going to be some other verses, and I'm going to give you three things to write down today, so if you could just uh, get ready to write a few things down and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. I... uh, I got an email this week with this picture, and the picture will be on the screen telling us that the world is temporarily closed. So um, if you didn't know it, the world is temporarily closed. I thought that was interesting because uh, that kind of explains the the year we're having, right? I mean, the world as we knew it is closed, and some things happen during this time that uh, is, is shocking and scaring me a little bit. I, I'm watching people live in fear and worry like never before. As the world as we know it closed, I've seen just worry head off the charts. And now as we sit poised for an election in the craziest of years, that worry is beginning to spin out of control. And it's happening because there's so much that's unknown about the future. There's so much that is out of our control. There are things in our life that have been so disappointing and so difficult this year, and, and we're feeling so much pressure. And I'm afraid that worry is robbing us of things that God has for us. And worry is, is robbing some very specific things. The first thing it's robbing is our joy. We're to have joy in the Lord, but it's robbing our joy. It's robbing our time. It's robbing our strength. It's robbing our faith. It's robbing our hope. And ultimately, worry is disobedience. Worry is disobedience. It says in Joshua 1.9, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Have I not commanded you? And God commands us not in this verse only. I mean, if this is the only verse in the Bible that says don't be afraid, uh, don't worry, then, then maybe, but did you know that's the top command of the Bible? Do not fear. Do not be afraid, do not worry, do not be discouraged. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? The Lord says that throughout his word. So what we do then is we know we're not supposed to worry, so we start to cope with the worry and the anxiety of life. We start coping with the stress. We try to, to get through it just to handle life. We're going to look at God's Word today because God doesn't say, I want you to cope with this. I don't want you just to handle this. I want you to eliminate it from your life. I don't want you to get used to it, God. says, I want you to get rid of it. And Paul is going to share with us and give us some keys to combating worry, and it begins in verse 6. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Do not be anxious about anything. Don't worry about anything. That's a lot easier said than done, right? Easy for you to say, Paul. Easy for you to write. Easy for Pastor Joel to read. We all know that, that worry isn't good for us, but yet we all do it. And... The only thing more futile than worrying is telling someone not to worry. And Paul tells us, I don't want you to worry, but he doesn't just tell us, I don't want you to worry. Look with me in these scriptures today, because he says, I'm going to tell you how to stop worrying. He's going to show us, and so first of all, he tells us to make everything a matter of prayer. Make everything a matter of prayer. Again and again in, in God's Word, he tells us over and over again, Pray about everything. Bring everything to me. And too often in our life, we say, well, God, I'll bring the big things to you. I'll come to you in those big moments, but man, in the everyday, I'll just just try to cope. I'll just try to to handle it. I don't want to bother you with the little stuff. I'll just bother you with the big stuff. But God doesn't say, "Just, just bring the biggies to me. He says, bring everything to me. And the problem is if we don't bring everything to him, there's going to be that moment when the big thing does happen. And you're going to say, hey, God, it's me. I know we haven't talked for a while, but I really need your help in this. And it's hard to get that faith because you've been so far from God. He wants you to come to him every day with everything you're going through. Bring everything to him so that you're abiding with him, you're close to him. You've seen him handle the little things in life. So now you can believe him for the big things. He says, don't wait for the toughies. Just come to me with everything. Pray about everything, and you'll begin to see his power at work. It's hard to worry about things that you're praying about. It says in 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. He wants you to bring your worries to him. Paul takes it a step further in in, uh, Philippians 4 when he says, present your requests to God. That means I, I can bring my things, I have permission to bring everything in my life to God. Present your requests to God, but that's actually a command in Scripture. It's a direct order, it's like a military order, you know, like present arms. It's like present your requests before God. And that's a privilege, isn't it? The creator of the universe, he he says, I want you to, to tell me what's on your heart. Don't be afraid to ask God for help. Because 20 times in the New Testament, he tells us, ask me. Ask me. And then he tells us in James chapter 4, verse 2, that you do not have because you do not ask. God says over and over his word, I want you to ask me if it concerns you. It concerns Him. Cast all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you. This is what I want you to do. Every worry, big and small, turn it into a prayer. If you find yourself starting to worry about something and your mind starts going in a direction just worrying, 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 just turn that worry into a prayer because God's listening and we need to make everything a matter of prayer. Second thing Paul says is that we need to point your thoughts in the right direction. Point your thoughts in the right direction. Our thoughts control us. What do you think about all day long? You need to think about what you think about because you become what you think about. See, our thoughts lead us in a certain direction. It says in Uh, Proverbs chapter 23, uh, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That comes from the wisest man who ever lived, King Solomon. He says, as you think in your heart, so are you. And so what are you thinking about? We need to point our thoughts in the right direction. And that begins with the very first part of our day. What we need to do is we need to, in the morning, say, okay, God, I, I I want to get this right because I don't want... The garbage and and cares of this life to kind of squeeze into my mind. I, I want to begin pointing my thoughts in the right direction. So let me tell you what I do every morning. This is a trick that I use in whatever time I have to get up, just before I have to get up, I put on my calendar the verse, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I do that on my calendar, so that's the very first thing I see every day. Not the first meeting, not the first thing that has to be done. No, it's the the very first thing is this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And then I just start talking to God. Today is the day you've made. God, you've got this all taken care of. You are working all things together for my good. I get to serve you today. I get to share your love today. Uh, I get to commune with you today. And I'm going to be joyful today. And so you just begin to do that. And then I Usually I add a scripture to that, and then I put that scripture on Facebook so that other people can read it, and I try to just say, okay, God, this, this, I want to point my thoughts in the right direction every single day of my life, because if I point my thoughts in the right direction, it's going to be hard for the worries to squeeze in. It's going to be hard for the garbage to come in, and so I'm going to encourage you to every morning when you get up, begin with prayer, begin with God's Word, begin to put your mind in the right direction, point it in the right direction. It says in uh, Philippians 4, 8, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Now look at that passage of Scripture for just a moment, and, and I want you to notice that Paul gives us eight filters that we need to pass every thought through. This, this is like a filter for your mind. I want you to think about the water that you drink. You want filtered water. You want purified water. You want water that is passed through several filters before you drink it and you put it inside of your body. And so so Paul says, I'm going to give you eight filters for your mind. Before you put a thought in there, before you put anything in there, go through these filters. And so is it true? Is it noble? Is it right? Is it pure? Is it lovely? Is it admirable? Is it excellent? Is it praiseworthy? Does it pass these tests in order to get into your mind. Now let's talk real honest for a moment. There's not much on TV, or Netflix, or Facebook, that can pass through these eight filters, right? And yet we put so much of that into our mind. And now I'm not saying throw your TV in the trash. I'm not saying get rid of your phone. I'm saying pass everything in your life through these filters because you don't want the garbage to get into your mind. You don't want it to get into your heart. You don't want it to get into your life. We have to be selective about about what we allow in because if we just let everything in, well, guess what? There's a spirit of fear that's going to come over you. There's going to be worry that gets inside of you. There's going to be trouble. You have to be selective. You have to pass things through this filter. Don't let every piece of trash come through your mind. Point your thoughts in the right direction. Paul tells us this is a crucial step of living with no worry is to point your thoughts in the right direction. And so he teaches us how to think. And now number three is probably the most powerful thing he teaches us, and that's to take action against your worries. Take action against your worries. See, many people kind of just resign themselves to their worries. Like, well, I guess this is just going to happen. And so they do nothing. But when you tell yourself that nothing can be done about it, and you begin to worry, that worry is actually going to get worse and worse. That, the, the problem is going to get bigger and bigger. If you just say, well, there's nothing I can do, and so when we, when we do nothing, we are actually fertilizing that worry, and it's going to grow, and it's going to spread, and it's going to spread throughout your mind, your heart, your life, if you do absolutely nothing. But when you take action against your worry, you're actually putting weed killer on that worry. You're actually wiping it out. You're destroying it by taking action. It says in verse 9 of Philippians 4, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Put it into practice and then God's peace will be in you. I've noticed that people who don't worry are people of action. People that take steps. People that take steps against their worry. And so we need to take action in the direction of our worry. And when we do that, the worries will fade away. So you're going to say, well, how do we do this? What does this look like? What kind of action should I take against my worry? Okay, I'll take action, but what should I do? So let me ask you this. What do you worry about? Think about it for just a moment. What are you worried about right now? And I'm going to ask you to take an action step against that worry. So, some of you through this season, you may be worried about your marriage. And doing nothing is only going to make it worse. If you're worried about your marriage, take steps to strengthen the bond of your marriage. Open some communication, begin to draw near. If you're worried about your marriage, take some steps that are positive in the direction of that relationship. Do the same with your kids. I'm worried about my kids. Take some positive steps with your kids. I'm worried about my job. I'm worried I might lose it during this season. Well, you might, so make yourself indispensable at your job. And even if that's not enough, then get your resume ready. Begin to, to look around and see what's open. Or maybe this is the time that God's calling you to be an entrepreneur and start something new. But take some steps. Whatever you're worried, take some steps. Take some action. So many people right now are so worried about their health Then take some steps. There is so much that we can do. Excuse me as I cough, right? There's so many things that we can do to be more healthy. There's so many things we can do. Such such simple steps we can take in our exercise and our eating and taking care of ourselves. So if I'm worried about something, don't just say, oh, I'm just worried about it and do nothing because that's just fertilizing the worry. And it's going to get worse and worse and worse. What we need to do is take steps, action steps against our worry. And when we do that, Paul says that it will uh, not only eliminate worry, but that the peace of God will come upon us in the midst of it. And something else happens. When I take an action step against my worry, you know what happens? My faith starts to rise up. Because I'm believing that God is with me, that that, that it's going to be okay. That, that that there's so there's only so much I can do; He can do the rest. So, so if I'm taking a step, that God's with me in that step, and it builds my faith, it builds my hope, it strengthens me when I take action, and that's what God is calling us to do. Now, as we talk about these things, they sound elementary. They sound like yes, absolutely. We just had a powerful time of worship where we talked about who God is and that He's the solid rock and He's our hope, He's our strength, you know, and we feel so good on a Sunday morning, right? I mean, yes, this is true, but there'll probably come a night this week where you're lying in your bed awake and all of a sudden a worry is going to come and you won't be able to go back to sleep and that's the moment when you begin to put these things into practice. That's the moment when that worry comes and it starts overwhelming you. That's the, the moment that you, you just make it a matter of prayer. That's the moment that you point your thoughts in the right direction. That's the moment that you write down an action you're going to take against that worry. See, when we do that, that's when God comes in and He does something. He begins to eliminate the worry from our life. You will have time to practice on this this week. At some point this week, you will begin to worry about something and I'm going to tell you, you need to take the cure that we learned about today and put it into practice. And it's three things. They'll be on the screen. You need to pray like you ought to pray. You need to think like you ought to think. And you need to act like you ought to act. That's what you've got to do. When that worry comes this week, Whenever it comes, pray like you ought to pray. Just give your worries to God. Turn that worry into a prayer. Do it anywhere, do it everywhere, do it all the time. Turn your worries into prayers. Think like you ought to think. Point your thoughts in God's direction. Point your thoughts in what he thinks. Don't let fear take over. Speak in faith. Don't speak in fear. Begin to think. Take your thoughts captive. Make it obedient to Christ. God knows you. God's taking care of you. If we saw two examples this week of God taking care of people that should not even be alive anymore, it was this week, God spared the life of Sherry and Dolores. And, and we're going to pray at the end of service that God spares the life of Judy Peniman because we want to believe that God's power is at work today and he's taking good care of us. And if, again, if we're still drawing breath, we've got a purpose. We've got a reason. And so think like you ought to think, and then act like you ought to act. Take action. Don't just sit in your worries and say, well, I guess there's nothing I can do. No, take some action steps. And again, you can only do so much, but you know what? God can do everything, and he's with you. You're not alone in this, and he's going to take care of you, that faith, that that. That, 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 that hope, it's just going to begin to build in your life and your worries will begin to fade away when you pray like you ought to pray and think like you ought to think and act like you ought to act. And, and the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus, right? Then we begin to do this. He's going to guard our heart with peace. That's what God's Word says. And let's talk about Jesus for a moment because I love what Jesus says in the Gospels. I mean, he says a lot of times not to worry, but he just tells us very simply, don't worry about tomorrow. And he's, he's with us. He's like, don't worry about tomorrow. And if you are worried, what does he say? Come to me, all you who are weary, who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus' invitation is there. Jesus says, he's calling you, come to me. You're worried about something? Don't worry about tomorrow. Just come to me. Come to me. Put this into practice. You know what's beautiful about Jesus? Is he is so gentle with our worries. He's not harsh. Worry is disobedience, but he doesn't beat us up when we come to him with our worries. In fact, he invites us to come. Present your requests before God. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. I mean, he says, I just just want you to come. Jesus is so gentle with our worries. But I'm going to say this. I don't want you to be gentle with your worries. Don't you be gentle with your worries. It is time to shut the door on worry. It's time to shut the door on the devil. It's time to shut the door on the things that we fear. Because that's not from God. Jesus is gentle. You don't have to be. This is your moment to stand up and fight back. This is your moment to stand up and take, sh- take action. This is your moment to put your faith in God and his word. This is your moment in time to make everything a matter of prayer. This is your moment to point your thoughts in the right direction. This is your moment to take action against your worries. Do not be gentle with your worries. It is time to shut the door. Amen? Amen. Would you bow your heads and your hearts with me today? I want to leave some time for prayer and worship here. And so with your head bowed and your eyes closed, both here and in God's house and, and for all those that are watching in your house, this is our moment now to put it into practice. This is our moment to receive God's Word and to act on God's Word. And So we're going to just take a moment before we sing. To pray, I know that everyone here has a different moment in life and, and different worries, and different cares, and different fears. So, if you've been taking notes, I so want you to write down a couple worries that have been heavy on your heart. Just take that moment, write them down. If you don't have anything to take notes with just in your mind right now think about a couple worries that have weighed you down a couple things that have that have been cares that you've been carrying too long and i'm just going to give you a minute to pray turn those worries into prayer give them to god make everything a matter of prayer pray like you ought to pray just give them to god right now i'm talking and i'm going to be praying up here but you talk to god you pray to god Jesus, we give you those things that are heavy on our hearts. We give you those things that keep us up at night. We give you those things that we've been holding on to far too long and doing nothing about. Lord, we just didn't think we could do anything about them. Lord, we give you the worries of things that are out of our control. We give you our worries of the unknown. We give you the worries of the problems of our life and the difficulties. We give you the worries about relationships. We give you the worries about finances. We give you our worries about our health. God, would you come through in the biggest worry and the littlest worry and everyone in between, God, because you take such good care of your children. Jesus, you are so gentle with us. And your name is so powerful. We speak your name into the night. And we believe that you bring light out of darkness. Remove those worries. Lord, we now pray that you would point our thoughts in the right direction that every morning when we begin our day, we would begin, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day to love you and to serve you and to be close to you. This is the day to know that you are working all things together for good. This is the day of good news. This is the day, God, that you are with me. This is the day of miracles. This is the day of salvation. Lord, may every thought we have pass through the filter of your word that there would be no junk, no garbage, no trash in our minds and hearts. Holy Spirit, help us to point our thoughts in right direction. Lord, guard our hearts from the garbage of this world. And Jesus, may your peace reign in our hearts and minds. Jesus, we take action against our worries. I just want you to go back to the the couple worries that you wrote down or that you've been thinking about. What action are you going to take this week against those worries? What are you worried about? And what action are you going to take? Holy Spirit, give us supernatural wisdom on what to do. And may we not fight our own battle, but may we rest in God, you helping us fight our battle. But Lord, give us marching orders. Let us know what we're to do. Because we don't want to be gentle with our worries anymore. We don't want to keep them around like some old long friend. Lord, we, we want to lose our worries. We want to eliminate our worries. We want to get rid of them. And so we shut the door on worrying. We shut the door on the devil. Lord, whatever you want us to do, help us to take action against our worries. Help us to pray like we ought to pray. Think as we ought to think. Act as we ought to act, God, this week and every day. God, thank you for helping to eliminate our worries. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Would you stand with me this morning as we sing, On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand, and look at those words and know that you don't have to worry anymore.
1: my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but hope.
0: Christ, a solid rock, we stand. No more fear, no more worries. Uh, Put into practice God's word. We're gonna receive the blessing of the Lord. We're gonna pray uh, over Judy Peniman and Al, and just believe that God's gonna heal her and raise them up and be strong. We're gonna receive the blessing of the Lord as well, and. uh,